Good morning, good morning, good morning, all the great and wonderful people who listen to Loretta McNary Live. And as I always say, you can say it with me, I'm so excited about today's show, right? (laughs) And I am. I love it when I can interview um, some of the most distinguished and women who are in these high-definition careers but are so down-to-earth and lovable and um, just so amazing. So let me tell you about today's guest, and then we'll bring her right into the uh, conversation. Nikki Woods Extensive media career ranges from serving as a radio and television personality to show producer, media consultant, and author. Woods was born in Rock Hill, Missouri, and upon graduation, studied education at Howard University in Washington, D.C., and journalism at the University of St. Francis in Juliet, Illinois. Her journey in broadcasting landed her in various markets, including St. Louis, Boston, Chicago, before Woods became senior producer of the nationally syndicated, nationally acclaimed Tom Joyner Morning Show, where she is responsible for the engaging on-air content heard each and every morning on the over 100 affiliate radio stations that air the award-winning program. Woods is also a TGMS contributor, dishing out her own brand of infotainment on weekend events and activities in the segment, What in the Weekend? Everybody welcome Nikki Woods to Loretta McNary Live. Yay, yay, yay. I need to take you with me wherever I go. <laughs> That's awesome. And I will go. I will yeah. go. I am so honored to be with you today. Thank you for inviting me. And so I want to tell everybody that, you know, the phone lines are open, and we're only going to have her for 30 minutes. So if I cannot take your call, please, please, please don't be angry with us. Just tweet us or Facebook some questions, and I'm trying to get to as many as I can. But I want you guys to hear her story because she's also seen and heard on a variety of programs, including the TJMS Community Watch on WSRB, so 106.3, their Chicago affiliate, Beyond the Studio Celebrity Interviews on on Black AmericaWeb.com, her women on the go. And then she has this thing, Mama's Gone Wild. You guys have heard her on Tom Joyner, so I don't have to spend a whole lot of time on that. I just want her to tell us in her own way how in the world did you get um, to the Tom Joyner Morning Show? Uh, a lot of hard work, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> prayer. Um, and, and I think I've been really focused in my career, um, I think that, you know, things always happen the way that they're supposed to be. And if you had asked me when I started my career, you know, would I end up as a producer on the Tom Joyner Morning Show, I would have I would have probably laughed. Um, <laughs> I mean, I never wanted to be the producer. I've always been the talent. Um, but when this opportunity opened up, you know, thank God my, my mind and my heart and everything was open enough to say this might be a really, really good opportunity for me. Um, not only to learn syndicated radio, but just to add another skill set to my resume, which is um, producing on on a national level. So mm-hmm. I said yes, and it has been uh, a thrill and a joy and quite a ride ever since. How long ago was this when you first started? Um, I started consulting with Tom. Um, I actually was doing the whole fly producer thing. You know, Tom is a fly jock, but I was I was fly producing, I was going back and forth between Chicago and Dallas for about mm-hmm. um, six to nine months, and then I moved to Dallas permanently and, and accepted his offer as senior producer. So I've been with him probably about four and a half years full-time now. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> and I want to share this quote, and I'm telling you, the phone lines are already lit up. So after I share the quote, if you don't mind, I'll take a couple of calls, and then we'll come back and share some more. How about that? That works. Okay, you, this, this is a quote. show. <laughs> I know, but I want you comfortable because I want you to come back. <laughs> um, oh, no, okay. I'm good. Okay, here's a quote, and this is Tom Joyner, the the phenomenal Tom Joyner. He says, Nikki works hard. I set the pace, and she came in going stride for stride. I'm the hardest working man in radio. She certainly gives the case for being the hardest working senior producer. I can't think of anything but good. She's always there. She, You can't beat her anywhere. I completely trust her judgment and know that she brings her a game every day. You can see the results of that in the ratings and what's her response to the TG, TJMS on a daily basis, Tom Joyner. And I can tell you, honey, I'm going to go to the phone lines because otherwise we may have some technical difficulties when these people trip the circuit. So we're going to go to 901-502. You're first, and then we're going to go to the next caller. Hi, welcome into Lorraine McNary Live. Hi, caller. You just listening or you want to say something? He's just hanging out. I know. So we're going to go to the next caller. I mean, we only have 30 minutes. I'm sorry, caller. I'll come back to you later. <laughs> okay, we're going to um, 901-570. Hi, welcome to Loretta McNary Live. Hi, Loretta. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Wonderful, simply wonderful. You are so blessed to be able to network with such uh, great people. I'm just turning in, so I really uh, didn't get the um, the lady's name that you're interviewing. I know she's the senior producer of the Time Joyner Morning Show. So Nikki uh, Woods. What was her name? Nikki Woods. Well, Miss Wood. uh, you know, just tuning in, I didn't get the the, the beginning of it, but uh, congratulations and uh, to God be the glory. God is using people all over this nation now to be a voice uh, to the you know to African Americans. So I know that you guys are getting the message out, and it's a positive message. And I just love Loretta; she's my girl. So thanks yeah, for being her guest awesome. today. Thanks for listening in. All, all right, right. we're gonna keep it moving. I'm mute and I'll be listening. Okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. we're gonna go to um, seven seven zero eight nine nine. I call her. You're on Loretta McNary live. Hello. Are you just listening, or you want to talk? And I should say, nod your head, but I can't see you, so yes. I guess you just, you just want to listen. <laughs> so I'm going to take it, you're nodding your head. I'm just listening. Okay, we're going to put you on, on mute, and so press 1 if you want to ask a question. Are you there? 770, I think this is an Atlanta number. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to go back, so they'll have to call back in. Oh, I just hate this. Because people okay. are wanting to listen and, and not talk, and so we're, we're keep moving. But anyway, okay, so I want to talk about, because I'm a mom, and I know you are too, but you have this thing called Mama's Gone Wild. How yeah. what was the inspiration for that one? Well, it, it's kind of a cute story. I mean, if, if, if you're a listener to Tom, you know that they're um, – even though they cover a wide variety of content, there's really nobody on the show that represents um, single mothers, mothers, you know. Um, there's Tom, there's Jay, and then there's Sybil, and none of them are mothers. And like I said, even though I think they do a great job covering the content, 
um, one of Tom's writers, Mary Boyce, and I, we're like, well, we're moms. We're, you know, we're struggling. We, our, our biggest issue is, you know, like, what are we going to put on the table for dinner? We're not flying off to Paris every day like, like Tom and Jay and Sybil. And so we were just like, there's some of these real-life issues that, you know, we we wanted to give a voice to. I mean, we were having a discussion one day about, you know, the pros and cons of breastfeeding, and it was it was funny listening to Tom, Jay, and Sybil talk about it, but there was nobody that actually breastfed, you know. <laughs> so we started, you know, coming up with content and doing blogs just from our point of view, and then one summer Tom was going on this five-city tour that we called it. Uh, he was doing events in five different cities, and it was like in four days, and, uh, you know, Mary and I decided we were going to go, and so Tom started calling it the Mama's Gone Wild Tour. Um, <laughs> and so that's kind of, it kind of went from there. And so we started doing content and different things, and it was so well received that um, we just really started doing it on a regular basis. That is so funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we had T-shirts made and everything. We had the oh, Mama's wow. Gone Wild Tour so 2010 or whatever year it was. But it was a lot of fun. That's so amazing. I love that. And I have to really tune into that. But let's talk about your book, too, because you all, I'm an author, and you are an author, so we have so many things in common. Your book is called, um, Don't Tell Me, Don't Tell Me. It's not everything gets easier when it. No, I want to tell you. These phone lines are here. They're going crazy. Easier said than done. I'm sorry. I'm so distracted by the tweets of the Facebook. You are a popular woman, that's for sure. Okay, so your book is called Easier Said Than Done. Tell us about that. Right. Well, it's it's a book. I've been a writer, well, a communicator all my life, but I, I started writing at a really early age. And, I mean, I just like the whole art of storytelling. I mean, I grew up in a family. Um, my, I'm, I'm of Jamaican heritage, and if anybody knows, anybody who's from Jamaica, that you know that they love to tell stories, especially the older generation. And so I've always been like a part of, of this great storytelling legacy. Um, and so my, you know, I just took it one step further and I just started writing some of these things down. And so um, the other thing I like is the whole mix of, of cultures that, that I'm made up of. So, you know, I grew up in America so and I love that culture, but I'm also Jamaican heritage, and I love that culture. So I, I just write a lot of stories that mix, um, you know, Jamaicans, as we're sometimes called, and, and their <laughs> transitions and their, their, you know, their stories. And so it, it is fiction, and it's about a, um, a young woman named Kingston who's doing her thing in, in America. She's an entertainment executive, and but she has all these ghosts in, in Jamaica that, um, and demons that her family is dealing with, and and when her grandmother dies, she goes back and she kind of has to um, come to terms um, with some of the the issues in her family's past. So that's what it's about. It's a great book. Where can we find the book? Is it on Amazon.com? <laughs> you can get it. Yeah, it's I on Amazon.com. To do a book signing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm working on I'm working on two more novels now. I mean, I I kind of took a break as a mother, you know. I mean, sometimes you have to prioritize. And mm-hmm. uh between, you know, my full-time gig, which I I absolutely love and and put a lot of time and energy into and my two boys who I love even more and put more time and energy into. I mean, it's, it's sometimes writing gets put by the wayside, but now that my kids are a little bit older, I'm back, and so I have two more books in the uh in the in the cooker. <laughs> in the cooker, and that that and means the she's going to finish them 
to when they send them to her publisher and her editor and make all that stuff happen. And, and we are so at the same place at the same time on that one. So now tell us about your your co-founder of the creative firm, R2U, where you utilize highly specialized skills in social and media marketing to serve your clients. Can you tell us about that? Well, Mary, who I mentioned earlier, um, who also does Mama's Gone Wild uh, with me, I mean, we just, I think we just really have um, passion for women and their stories. Um, And I think that one of the greatest things about social media is it gives and the Internet in general, just like with blog talk radio, is it gives a platform to people who may not um, have found their voice in traditional media. I mean, a long, you know, years ago all you could do was you were on TV, you were on the radio, and then that was it. But now there's so many opportunities to, um, to tell your story, to share your knowledge, to um, mentor somebody um, who may be trying to get in your profession through social media. Um, but I think that a lot of people aren't quite sure how to do it. And uh, with Mary and I, we, we kind of help people. We take on, you know, a few clients that we really believe in, and, and we try to help them uh, gain their footing in social media and get their stories heard. Okay. So I have a question from Twitter, and it is, what advice would you give to someone newly in the broadcasting field to get their foot in the door? Well, I think that there's there's always been, and you probably heard it as a writer, I mean, you can't be a writer until you write. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that you're a published author, but you're a writer. And I think that, as I said, with um, social media providing a platform, I think there's so many ways now that you can be in the broadcasting field and it not be in a traditional media setting. So if you want to be on the radio, get a radio show. Um, start gaining your following. I think that now uh, traditional outlets are looking for people that already bring value with them. Um, Mm -hmm. Instead of them giving us value, you know, when I was first breaking in, I mean, there weren't very many options. Um, And I had to wait for a radio station to give me a break. But now you don't have to do that. I mean, you can really gain, you know, like – with all your your subscribers, I mean, you already have a following that that any radio station would probably be lucky for you to bring with you. Um, but I just think that if you want to do it, there's so many opportunities to do it that you don't have to wait for somebody to to give you a job or grant their blessing. You can go ahead and, and get out there and start making your career. Right. And I want everybody to understand that not only works in radio, but I have a ton of people who contact me. They want to be interns or they want a job for my TV show, the Little Red and McNary show. Um, we just celebrated six years on air. Yay. So, and, and what That's I told awesome. them is what you say, create your own because it's going to be very, very tough. It's very, very extremely competitive in this day and age to, to get picked up by NBC or CBS to do the news or whatever. So create your own. So I'm an untraditional person. I want to be out the box. I want to do my own thing. And if I get the attention of somebody major, oh, my goodness, that's like the pinnacle of where I want to be. But that has not stopped me from, you know, going after media credentials for national events. I think big because if somebody is going to find me, then they want to know, like you said, that I already have a following that I can um, – walk as great as I can talk kind of thing. So I always, I'm glad you said that because that's what I tell them. You know, be, become an entrepreneur. <laughs> become an entrepreneur. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, you can always, I mean, it, it's not necessarily even that you have to be locked into some, you know, long-term contract anymore with these mm-hmm. stations. I mean, you can do freelancing. 
You can do whatever you want. It, people really have got to start, like you, thinking outside of the box and taking, you know, control of their destiny and, instead of waiting for somebody. And I and I know people like my book is going to say it's easier said than done, but it's really not anymore. And that's what's so beautiful about it. There's mm-hmm. so many opportunities. It may be a little bit scary, but what's not, you know? Um, you know, going on live, like you said, national CBS, I mean, that's scary too. So, I mean, it's just, I think that there's just so many different ways to, to get your foot um, in the door, get yourself out there and create your own platform and create your own following. I mean, we're in an age now where people can be made stars overnight on YouTube. Um, so and they I, do, I just think right. That, and they do. So I just yeah. encourage everybody to look at all the opportunities that are there. And it's free. <laughs> That's what's so incredible That's about it. And it's it's I don't have the money, Loretta. I'm like, my goodness, do you not, have you not ever heard of social media? You never heard of Facebook? Have you never heard of YouTube? And so I try not to be so cynical, but I'm like – I love traditional radio. I love traditional TV, and that's where I want to be. But that's not going to stop me from having my own blog talk radio show. It doesn't stop me from wanting a web channel on, you know, Ustream or YouTube because that just makes me a great product. So I want to go back to the phone lines because these people are blowing it up, Nikki. Hold on. Let's see if they're just listening or they actually have a comment. Hold on. And we're going to 901-222. So you are on Loretta McNary Live. Hi. Hello, caller at 222. Would you like to make a comment or ask a question for Nikki Wood? Excuse me? Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Yes, I just wanted to know. Pick up the phone. (laughs) I just wanted to know, um, when you first got started, uh, how did how did it happen and um, what were you doing initially and what kind of led you into the area that you're into now? Awesome. Um, it's nice talking to you. Um, well, first, and then, okay, well, and another thing that I suggest, and this is what I think really uh, helped me a lot in my career, is if you are in school, um, for broadcasting, that you definitely do an internship. Um, I can't say enough. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but but many times in radio and television, it, it might be getting fewer and far between now, it's, it's not even required that you have a degree um, in broadcasting or journalism or communications. Um, a lot of times, you know, people that, you know, it's all about how you sound, how you look, how you present. Um, but I think that if you are in school, doing an internship can get you in places where people can see you and can see what talents you have, and I think that that's that's the best way to start, and that's what I did. I did internships in radio and television um, and got jobs in both um, right after graduation. Um, I was doing television sports, um, and I was doing news radio, and I got an opportunity to um, fill in for somebody doing the morning show on a music formatted radio station, um, and I fell in love with that format. I mean, I absolutely love radio. I love the intimacy uh, of radio. I like the fact that I can go, you know, nobody knows what you look like. If you go to work in your pajamas, they don't really know. <laughs> if you decide you don't want to put on makeup, they don't really know. Um, and I love that. I love that freedom, and I love um, the fact that radio is involved in so many um, different activist um, kinds of uh, issues and community rights kind of issues. Um, And so I just fell in love with radio, and I've been in it ever since. But I'll I'll tell you a really quick story. 
um, because it is hard to break in, and you do have to be persistent. Um, but I was in Boston for my first real radio job, as I call it, in music-formatted radio, and I really wanted to be at WGCI in Chicago, which is kind of like one of the premier urban-formatted radio stations. And so for an entire year, I would send... Uh, a letter in an air check, which is what I sounded like on the air to um, then program director Elroy Smith, you know, saying, I'm here, I want to work for you, give me a shot. <laughs> and I would always get the nicely worded, you know, we don't have any openings right now, best of luck, letter back. And so when I decided I was leaving Boston, I was going to a job in uh, Florida, and I decided to stop in Chicago where my sister lived. And so I decided just to go up to the station and say hi, you know, just kind of a professional kind of thing. And so when I was telling uh, Elroy the story uh, and Jay Allen, who was the assistant program director, then I was telling him the story, and he was like, I never, I, I don't even know who you are, <laughs> basically. I've never heard your air checks. I, didn't, I never got a letter. So he's like, let's hear you now. And luckily wow. I was prepared. I had my air check. I put it in, and I was hired that day. So I called Florida and said, I'm not coming. But that, but the point of that story is just that you do have to be persistent, and you can't take for granted that people know who you are or that they actually get your your air checks and that you do have to be persistent. But uh, for a whole year, every week I would send an air check. Um, and then when I did get an opportunity to talk to them, I was prepared. So you always have to be prepared for your for your opportunities as well. Oh, okay. I hope well, that answered your was, question. That w- I think I took it did. And okay, and it was really great. Uh huh. You did. Thank you so much. Okay. I appreciate <laughs> thank it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much for calling and for listening. <laughs> I'm going to see if my Atlanta caller wants to make a comment. They're back. So we're going to seven seven zero eight nine nine. Hi, caller. Are you just listening? Oh, we're going to get their radio. Okay, they're just listening. So I do want to um like in the amen corner when you said intern, because that is the buzzword that everybody should have in their heart because you really do have to start as an intern. You should be willing to give your services away free because what you get in return is priceless. It is so priceless. So I just want to make sure everybody knows that. And not just for media and entertainment, but in any industry, if you're trying to get your foot in the door, please become an intern. Please become an intern, even if you got to go and serve hamburger somewhere, but if you have passion and you want to work in a certain industry, then please think about and consider interning. So having said that, we're going to go back. (laughs) And I really love that you were ready because I'll hear people like, for instance, um, this doesn't happen often, but I've had a couple of times where my entertainment for my TV show was unavailable. Maybe they were sick or caught in traffic. And so if someone said, well, um, Lisa's in the audience, ask her to sing because she sings really well. And then Lisa goes, well, I'm not ready. I don't have anything. But you're at a TV show and you're a performer, but yet you're not ready just in case. That was crazy. And so when they wanted her to come on as a scheduled guest, I have I've I've done like that guy told you. I haven't heard of you. I haven't heard your air check because you have to be prepared. So please be yep, prepared. You always have got to be prepared. Okay, tell us about BlackAmericaWeb.com because I know you have the Women on the Go podcast there. Well, actually, Women on the Go is um, something that I started before I got with Tom, and that's available on iTunes. And it's it's basically the same thing as Mama's. Uh, gone wild, but it just incorporates a lot of different experts where we talk about a lot of different things for women on the go. 
Um, but BlackAmericaWeb.com is Tom's uh, website that he started to um, to be a voice on the internet um, for Black America. And so it is a good companion to the show. So there's a lot of content that we put on the website that, that stems directly from the show. And then, you know, obviously we go beyond. Uh, and we do a lot with the news and the entertainment and that sort of thing. But um, we've now started Tom Joyner TV, which is the channel now that you can see Mama's Gone Wild and other um, shows on. We put a lot of our comedians and contributors that are on the show there as well. Oh, so. cool. Yeah, okay. so there's the blogs, there's all sorts of great information. <laughs> okay, so we have another um, comment on Facebook. What is your social media contact information? How can they find you? Um, you well, you can search on, just search on Nikki Woods and you can find me everywhere. On Twitter, it's at Nikki Woods, and I K-K-I-W-O-O-D-S, and then on Facebook, it's the Nikki Woods, T H E. Uh, N-I-K-K-I-W-O-O-D-S. But I'm on LinkedIn and Google Plus and Tumblr and all that <laughs> stuff. So I'm if you Google her, I love, I love social stuff. media. I do too. Huh? <laughs> I, I love I, it. I, I love it. You get to talk to so many people and meet so many people um, that, you know, it, it's just, it's incredible. It's, in, it's an incredible you never would have tool. had a chance to meet, yeah. There yeah. Oh, yeah. No I mean, it makes so many great connections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's it's just, you know, International, local, it's just it's phenomenal. Okay. Do you work for any other radio station? That's another question. <laughs> you mean currently? Yeah. No. I, I mean I, I work for mean. Yeah, no. I work for Tom. I mean I do the um like you said earlier, I do the a daily TJMS community watch segment on Chicago, um, for the affiliate there, but I don't work for their the station. I just I work for Tom. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got so, that, and, <laughs> so how do you balance it all? This is a question that I get all the time. But people understand, I don't have to do all of this every day. I do the show, the the radio show every day, um, Tuesday through Thursday, but I'm only doing it for an hour. So it's not like I'm so bombarded with doing a radio and TV show and then my nonprofit and trying to, you know, be a speaker and writing books. I'm not doing all that every day. I dedicate certain hours. So how do you balance it all, Nikki? I make a lot of lists. <laughs> um, and I think I think having a support system is really, really important. I mean, if there's something that I need to get done and I think that um, – you know, it will, you know, be distracting if my, my children are here or it will take away from whatever fun they want to have. Um, then I'll find something for them to do that, you know, so that they can have fun and I can still get it done. But I think that when you when you do have children, um, that they they serve as a certain balancing effect too. I mean, they, they demand their time. Um, and I enjoy being there with them and being present. I mean, I think one of the biggest things that I've had to learn um, – over the past few years is that it's really important just to be present in the moment. So if I'm at my children's baseball game, you know, I'm not on my my phone, you know, taking care of business or I'm not on the, the Internet looking for stories for the next day. I mean, when I'm with them, I'm with them. So whether that's for an hour or it's for 20 minutes, they have me in that moment. And that's the same thing at work. I mean, when I'm at work, you know, I'm not taking care of all of these other things. So I think that once you um, you kind of, you know, align yourself and put yourself in the moment, things kind of take care of themselves. Um, and then I think you need to recognize the importance of being able to say no to things that are not um, 
not going to serve whatever your greater purpose is. I mean, I, I know you probably get bombarded with, you know, <laughs> offers and questions and, you know, can we collaborate on this and can we do that? And, and while I'm willing to help whoever I can help, however I can help them, I mean, there's a point where I just have to say, you know, I can't really do this right now. Maybe I can point you to somebody who can help you better than I can. Or this is where you can go get this information. I mean, you can't really give if you don't have anything of yourself to give. And when, you, when you're when you constantly running and you're constantly doing things and, and you're not able to shut down and bring some balance to your life, then, I mean, eventually <laughs> somebody's <laughs> going to shut you down. You're going to get sick. There will be a crash. There will definitely be a meltdown. Yeah, and, it's, and that's never good. I mean, because it's hard to crash when you have children. So, <laughs> so I think that, that one of the my biggest lessons, like I said, is just learning to be present in the moment and enjoying, you know, what is going on and not thinking about 80 million other things while I'm doing what's important. Okay. That, that is wise advice, and that, that's wisdom. And I, I'm there with you on that, but I was not always there. I used to always try to go to as many events as I possibly can because I was so happy that people were coming to be in my audience and I felt obligated. But when you got 60, 70, 80 people in your audience and then you're getting all these invites to things, I'm only one person. I cannot. And so I had to just come to the conclusion, you know what, I really want to be there, but I can't instead of just running myself ragged trying to show up here, just make an appearance there because I don't think that was serving anybody. It no, it, it's not. And I mean, I think that um, I think that one of the, the the things that I've also learned to do is is recognize how much talent I have surrounding me. So yeah, if there was an event that I couldn't go to, maybe there was another producer um, that works with me that was available to go and could do just as 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 good of a job as I could have done. Yeah, um, but so you got to so, come back I mean, on because we got to talk about that because they want you and not that other person, so we can talk about that. Our thirty minutes is up. I'm so sorry to have to be so <laughs> blunt and tell you that. I know I should have tried to get you for an hour, but I want you to promise that you'll come back while everybody listening to it. I, I will okay. come back. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Thank Yay. you, Nikki Woods, so much for being my guest today, and thank you all so much for listening to Loretta McNary Live. As always, being positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and we will see you all very, very soon. Bye-bye.